0: Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest had OCD. This is an incurable mental disorder. He was bedridden, confined to his house. Then God took him back in time and instantly set him free. Let's go back in time to find out what triggered his miracle, and all miracles. Sid
1: Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural!
0: Welcome, Holy Spirit. I plead Messiah's blood and I surrender this platform to you, Holy Spirit. Have your way. God, just like Moses prayed, show us your glory. Show us your glory. My guest, T.J. McKenzie, grew up in the church, but didn't know the supernatural healing power of God. He left the church, and then, develop the incurable OCD. TJ, tell me the bondage you suffered. How bad did it get?
2: It was awful. I remember that this, it, it was a demon that would just sit on you, and there would be these intrusive thoughts that unless you flick this light switch 18 times, seven times, people have different numbers, that I would get sick and die prematurely that something awful would happen to my family, Hmm. that something terrible, I would not be a success. I'd be a failure in life. And so, unless I did those things, that feeling, that distressful feeling, that anxiety would not lift off. And it's literally, if you could see it in the spirit world, it's a demon that sits on you, whispers these lies, these deceptive lies into your heart, into your mind, and it doesn't lift off until you've done. You have become satanic. It's, It's like a satanic harassment. Could you hold a job? No, I lost my job because I was, I, was, I was always coming in late. I got, I had to drop out of college. They kicked me out, rather, out of college, because in order to soothe the feelings, the anxiety, I would take marijuana. I would do other drugs, harder drugs than that, just to get some temporary relief on that. But none of it worked. It gave you like a couple of hours of, of slight soothe, but that was it. Once you the high dropped off, the anxiety, the panic came off. Still there. Oh, it was worse. It was worse. It did worse for me. And I remember when I was about, so this came on me when I was 12, 13 years old. I left the church. It's like I got outside of the umbrella of God, and that's when the enemy came in like a flood and and uh, messed me up, and that's when the OCD kicked in. I had it for eight years at 20 years old. I just wanted to get right again, not right with God. I just wanted to go and make I, something of my see life. I you're a bright young man, and uh, it got so bad you ended up confined to your home and in bed. Bedridden. This is at 20 years old. I remember, so I stopped doing the drugs. I stopped doing the alcohol, the partying, not because I wanted to get right with God. I just wanted to make something of myself, and instead of the anxiety and the OCD reducing, it got a whole lot worse. I was confined to my bed for about three to four weeks. I couldn't eat. I couldn't hold anything down. I couldn't even hold banana down. But at that point, you accepted the Lord. Why? Yeah, so at this point, it's three, four weeks. I haven't left my bedroom. I'm 105 pounds. I've lost all my weight. I'm throwing up everything. My intestinal tract is just messed up, and I remember being on my bed, and I was having a panic attack. I grew up in church, so I know John 3, 16. I know Jesus desires to save me from sin, so I'm on my bed having these heart palpitations. I think this is my moment. I'm going to die right now. I might as well get right with the Lord. I slip off my bed. I'm on my knees, and I say three simple words. It doesn't matter if God doesn't care about Shakespearean language when you pray. It was three simple words. Jesus save me, and at that moment, I felt, like a blanket from Heaven come on me. And the heart of stone, this is what I believe to be, I was born again. The heart of stone was removed. That hatred, that envy, that anger that I had towards the world was removed, and a heart of flesh came inside of me, and I was born again at that moment.
0: But there was a life-changing moment. One month after he heard something in the Bible, although he had into church, although he knew a little bit about the Bible, that he had never heard before, that totally
2: revolutionized his life. Tell me about that. So I grew up in church, as I said, so I knew I had been pumped the Bible concerning to, concerning with forgiveness of sins. So I knew I had faith. You know, faith begins where the will of God is known and the Word of God is known. You can't believe God beyond your actual knowledge of God's Word. And so because I had, I had been preached the first 13 years of my life that Jesus wants to save me from sin, that was easy for me to believe in my bedroom. That's why I got saved and born again right then and there. But I had never heard that Jesus can heal you of sickness and disease, that the Gospel was pretty much a passport to Heaven. That's what I grew up on, that just one day you'll make it to Heaven, but on the Earth, you're on your own, buddy. There's nothing you can do about it, nothing you can do to help, to, to, to receive help. And so I remember that I was sitting, listening to an evangelist preach on my iPad, and many of you are watching right now in your own living rooms, wherever you might be, and I want to let you know, it doesn't, God's Spirit does not know any geographical constraint. Wherever you are, He sends His Word, and it heals, and it delivers from destruction. And so, I was on my couch in my living room. I was not, up, I did not look presentable to God. I had a hang top on, some cheese dip coming off my face. (laughs) I didn't look anywhere. I wasn't in a suit. I wasn't on my way to church in my living room, and I listened to this evangelist preach on his, and I'm on my iPad listening, tuning in, and he comes through three scriptures, which I had never heard before. The first one was Isaiah 53, and he began to preach that Jesus, Isaiah foretelling of his messianic ministry, that Jesus would bear my sickness that He would carry my pains, that He was pierced through for my sins. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was laid on Him, and that the final, final section of that was, by His stripes, you are healed. I'll tell you what, when we return, T.J. will
0: take us 2,000 years back in time where He received His instant miracle Many that hear his experience have miracles erupt. Be right back.
1: We will be right back to It's Supernatural. Many viewers report testimonies as a result of watching It's Supernatural. August 2017, I had asked for prayer. Hurricane
0: Harvey was headed to Houston, and I was leaving to return to Florida. My son was stuck in my apartment in Houston for four days on the second floor while the bottom floor was underwater. Through many miracles, I was able to get him and our belongings out. Once in Florida, I had a week to unpack before Hurricane Irma hit. You prayed for me again. The wind was over 100 miles per hour. Giant trees were uprooted all over our neighborhood. I opened the front door of my house and could hear it and could feel it shaking the ground. But as I looked at my yard, my trees were barely moving and no debris was flying at us the winter around our yard did not touch us. Through your prayers and Yeshua arriving supernaturally, I made it through two hurricanes
1: without a scratch. If you've been touched watching It's Supernatural! Share your testimony at SidRoth.org praise. We now return to It's Supernatural! Now after TJ
0: heard the message, On Isaiah 53, he had a vision that triggered his miracle. And when he shares it, the same miracle glory is released on those that
2: hear it. TJ. What did you see? So I'm listening to this evangelist preach, and he goes to Isaiah 53, by his stripes you're healed. I had enough religion built up into me at that time to say, well, that's the Old Testament. But this evangelist might have, in in the Spirit, the Word of Knowledge, he must have known my thoughts, because he skipped over to Matthew chapter 8, 16 and 17. That's the New Testament, and he says, from that, Matthew says that, At evening, they brought to him all that were sick with various diseases and those that were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and he healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled. What was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, that he bore our sickness and carried our pains." Well, I heard that, and I said, well, that was Jesus. You know, in the religious, that mind, that that religious spirit's always trying to keep you out of the blessing of God. And so I remember thinking, well, that was Jesus. But that evangelist must have heard me because he skipped over the 1 Peter 2.24, which is years after the ascension of of, of Jesus. And he says, Peter says this, that Jesus bore our sins in His body. That dealt with the sin problem. See, if all Jesus wanted was for you to just make Heaven, and, and that was it, He would have just gone straight to the wooden beam. But He took a pit stop at the whipping post to take stripes on His back.
0: And each one of those stripes. When you say whipping post, explain what that is and what a stripe is.
2: Yes, so the whipping post is where Jesus was stationed before He went to the cross, and they lashed Him. The Jews call it the 40 lashes minus one. He took 39 lashes, and each of those lashes actually have nine, because there were nine prongs on each of those whips, so it was actually 39 times nine, and it ripped His back open, His muscle, His flesh, His tissue. Healing is not some side issue to God. He suffered in in that infirmity so that you can walk on in healing. And so, 1 Peter 2.24, He bore our sins in His body, that being dead to sin, we might live to righteousness. And then Peter inserts this little part on that verse, the ending of that verse, and it says, by whose stripes you were healed, past tense, looking back to the cross. At that moment, I saw vision. Jesus was tied to a whooping. I was in my living room. Remember this. I'm not somewhere holy at this point. I'm in my living room, and I see Jesus tied to a wooden pole, and He's taking lashes on His back, and there's blood dripping down His face. And He looked to me, and He looked at me straight in the eye, and He said this, He said, I did this so that you can be made whole. At that moment, it was like electricity. John G. Lake calls it the lightnings of God. I only learned that later on, but it was like electricity that hit me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And like that woman with the issue of blood, when she pressed through the crowd and touched the hem of his garment, she felt in her body that she had been made well of that affliction. I felt at that moment the healing power of God hit me, and I knew, I had been healed. And from that, that was 2012. I went back to the same doctor and he tried, you know, he did all the tests on me. He's like, Well, if you feel better, there's nothing else we can do. I was taking psychosis medication at that point. I took, I, I got off all the medication, and the doctor said, Is there anything else I can do for you? I told him, said, I said, I said, brother, there ain't nothing you've done for me in the first place. Jesus healed me. <laughs> Jesus took care of my problems, and I'm gonna give him all the glory <laughs> until I meet him. I went to the kitchen, fridge, and before I, to pour water. Doing a simple task like that would take me like 20 minutes because I'd pour, and then I'd pour again and pour again and pour again until the thought left me. I went and just poured water. I went and did things I always wanted to do. I went, I mean- Instantly. Instantly. It was So instantly. what you're
0: saying is there was a spirit, a demon, if you will, yes. that you thought was you, and when that revelation hits you, It opened you up for the electricity of God,
2: and when that hits you, that demon couldn't stand the heat. That's right. And you know what? I read later on as I was walking with the Lord and studying His Word, because after that, I I was hungry for the Word of God. And I read in Mark, Chapter 5, of the Gadarene demoniac, and he had been bound with shackles and chains, and they attempted in the natural to help him. And that's the thing, is that psychology and psychiatry it deals with the psyche, the soul of man, but there's a whole nother part of man. There's a whole nother world, and only the blood of Jesus can break the stronghold of the devil off somebody. Only the power of God can liberate a man. You know, the anointing, Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He's anointed me to do something. The anointing is not just to get the back of the, uh, the hair on your neck to stand up. That's all fun and it's, that's great. But ultimately, the anointing is to set the cap free. Not all prisons are physical. There are mental prisons, and the Scripture goes at length to talk about this. Paul talks about it in 2 Corinthians Chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. He says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, meaning you can't throw, they throw medication at things like this all the time, and medication can act as like a Band-Aid, but if there's a hemorrhage, a Band-Aid isn't going to do much. You need to get to the root of the problem, like that woman with the issue of blood. She had a hemorrhage for 12 years. That's how I felt. I was hemorrhaging for eight years in my mind. And so, Paul says the solution to that is we're to, cast down strongholds of the mind, and that's what happened to me at that moment. That stronghold, that demonic stronghold, that, that's what it is. It's a stronghold that the enemy had on my mind. At that moment, it was cast down, and I've learned since then to take every thought into captivity and walk in peace, walk in joy. I've never been happier, Sid. Well, it's time for you to be happy. I'm going to turn TJ
0: loose to move in the glory, to release you from your prison of fear your prison of anxiety, your prison of depression or sickness, and tell about the visible glory cloud that showed up. Be right back. I believe it's gonna
1: show up here. We will be up back. It's supernatural. Call to get T.J. Malkanji's brand-new four-part audio CD series, Your Journey from Victim to Victor. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number
2: 9838. This teaching series is going to generate the Bible kind of faith in you to take dominion on the earth. Gone will be the days of you struggling and always being frustrated because the devil's getting his way. You were not created to be dominated. You were created to have dominion. And this teaching series is going to bring you into the place where you become more than a conqueror. In this anointed
1: CD set, as T.J. shares his healing testimony, you will learn to pray the power-filled, Spirit-inspired prayer of Ephesians 1.17. Use three surefire ways to ward off and overturn Satan's attacks. Learn how to deploy the beautiful exchange that God offers to you from Isaiah 61.3
2: why just stay and and accept whatever comes our way instead you know if i was I was at home and I got a package from FedEx that looks suspicious. I don't have to sign for it. I can check that box that says "Return to Sender." The sickness that's in my body, Return to Sender. The poverty that's in my life, Return to Sender. The oppression of the devil in my mind that's in my that's been plaguing me and tormenting for years, Return to Sender. In this
1: exclusive four-CD audio set, TJ prays powerful prayers of impartation over you that will bring an end to the victim mentality and activate the of Christ in you, help you rise up in complete victory over depression, anxiety, and hopelessness, deliver you from any mental strongholds and destructive patterns that the enemy has cast over you, help you envision a glorious future for yourself and experience personal revival.
2: Open up their eyes through this teaching series so that they can behold the wonders of your Word. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Don't miss out on getting TJ Malkanji's War Park. CD set and begin your journey from victim to victor. You cannot get this anywhere else. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9838. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, PO Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9838 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural!
0: I have read stories about a visible glory cloud where people can actually see it. It's like heaven invades a room. But I have never seen this with my eyes. I know I will very soon very,
2: very soon. You saw it. I want to hear about that. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to tell you about it. I was in Guatemala in Central America, and I was with a friend there. We were traveling for seven weeks uh, as young evangelists. We were still in Bible college at the time, and I remember we were in a little, a little church up in Shela, Guatemala, which is about three hours from Guatemala City, and I remember preaching that night, and it, there was such a strong presence of God in the room, and power of God had hit. I mean, the people just ran towards the front and were on their face, and miracles began to pop like popcorn all across the, the auditorium. And I saw, as I, I just got out of the way, and just people, I wasn't even laying hands on people when God was doing things. And I saw this, like, almost like a glitter in the air, this, like, thick, gl- like, I don't know how to describe it, other than just saying there was a glitter in the air and this smoky haze. And then I remember going into the car, and my friend that was there with me that night, he said, did you see the glory cloud that night? I thought I was losing my mind, but there was a visible glory cloud that hit the place. And here's the best part. Not only did we have people give their lives to Jesus Christ, which is the greatest miracle, there was the worship leader that night, who, if you're a worship leader, there's two things you need, especially if you play, play the piano. One is you need a functioning wrist, and two is you need to hear well. He was deaf in one ear, so he couldn't hear very well, and then his wrist had been broken because of a motorcycle accident. You want to know what happened that night? The power of God hit him without anybody even touching him or laying hands on him. That's why you, on, you that are watching right now, You don't need anybody to necessarily lay hands on you. I believe in the laying on of hands. I lay hands on people. But the simplest and the best way to receive from God today is simply to hear and believe with a simple childlike faith, and receive it for yourself. That's why the Scripture says He sends His Word out, and it can't return void. You can be the fertile ground today, but when the seed of the Word falls on you, it produces healing. It produces breakthrough. It produces deliverance in your mind. And so, that, that man who, who was deaf in his ear and had a broken wrist, God touched him. First was his, his ear that opened up, and he started to rejoice. He went to testify. He said, the only thing that's left that I need resolved right now is my wrist is still hurting. It's broken. He was in a cast. I said, well, if God, can, if God can deal with the death problem, the deafness problem, then the wrist is just, you know, he'll add it on as a bonus, and God healed his wrist that night, and the power of God hit the place in that in Guatemala. After that, we saw it. It wasn't just that meeting. After that, the meetings had an intensified glory, where we saw a blind eye open. There was a lady that came whose child was, uh, she was like nine months pregnant, about to give birth in a couple of days, and her child hadn't turned. And so, everybody that is a woman that's gone through that, they know that that's a frightening place to be because they are going to put you into a C-section. They're going to have you do a C-section, and she didn't want to do that because the healthcare in that area is not very good, so she didn't want to go under the knife. She came up that night. I put my hand on her stomach, and I said, Child, turn in Jesus' Name and the power of God hit her, she felt it. I mean, she was just under the power. The tears were coming down. She felt the child turn, and she gave birth to that child naturally without the aid of any doctor's knife. Let me tell you something. With man, things are impossible but with God, all things are possible to him that believes." Jesus is not a crutch for us to just lean on in life as we get our faces slapped by the devil. Jesus came, 1 John 3, 8, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the work of the devil. Whatever the devil has said, lift your hands all in this place and you watching on the broadcast, lift your hands. Whatever the devil has done to you or your family, The anointing of the Holy Spirit, the glory of God, Isaiah 10, 27, will lift up the heavy burden now and destroy every yoke of captivity in Jesus' Name. The good thing is, is that the glory of God doesn't just, you know, people misquote that verse. They say the anointing breaks the yoke. It doesn't break the yoke, because if I came into your house and I had, I took some of your fine china and I just broke it in half, you can get crazy glue and glue it right back together. If all God's power did was to break the yoke, the devil can just set it right back up in your life, and that's why you have people that go through cycles, cycles of, of, of this defeat, cycles of sickness, cycles of all that, because they, they believe only the, the anointing only de- breaks the yoke, that it can be repaired. The Bible says the anointing destroys the yoke. Yeah. What's the difference? If I came into your house and took that fine china, put it on the floor and got a sledgehammer, and then went at it for about 15 minutes and put it to powdered dust, There's nobody, no devil in hell that can repair that thing. That's what God's going to do to you today. God's going to give you victory that endures in Jesus' Name. God's going to give you victory that lasts, fruit that remains in the mighty Name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' Name, let me pray for you. Father, even now, all across the world, right now, let your glory fall. Let every chain of the devil, be severed and broken once and for all, just like you told Israel when the Egyptians were pursuing them. You said to Moses, the Egyptians and the enemies that you see today, you will see no more. The problem that you're facing right now, that devil that has never ceased to bark its mouth at you, from today, you will see no more in Jesus' name, not by might. We're out of time, but go right now to SidRoth.org forward slash TJ to watch the full extended show with TJ Malkanji. In this extended segment, TJ will pray for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. For breakthrough. Thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders. Thank you that I will never be the same in Jesus' name
1: call to get TJ Malkanji's brand-new four-part audio CD series, Your Journey from Victim to Victor. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9838.
2: This teaching series is going to generate the Bible kind of faith in you to take dominion on the earth. Gone will be the days of you struggling and always being frustrated because the devil's getting his way. You were not created to be dominated, you were created to have dominion, and this teaching series is going to bring you into the place where you become more than a conqueror. In this
1: anointed CD set, as T.J. shares his healing testimony, you will learn to pray the powerful, Spirit-inspired prayer of Ephesians 1.17. Use three surefire ways to ward off and overturn Satan's attacks. Learn how to deploy the beautiful exchange that God offers to you from Isaiah 61.3
2: why just stay and, and accept whatever comes our way instead you know if I was I was at home and I got a package from FedEx that looks suspicious I don't have to sign for it I can check that box that says return to sender the sickness that's in my body return to sender the poverty that's in my life return to sender the oppression of the devil in my mind that's in my that's been plaguing me and tormenting for years return to sender in this
1: exclusive 4CD audio set TJ prays powerful prayers of intercession. Partition over you that will bring an end to the victim mentality and activate the mind of Christ in you, help you rise up in complete victory over depression, anxiety and hopelessness, deliver you from any mental strongholds and destructive patterns that the enemy has cast over you, help you envision a glorious future for yourself and experience personal revival.
2: Open up their eyes through this teaching series so that they can behold the wonders of your Word in Jesus' Such name, amen. Don't
1: miss out on getting T.J. Malkanji's War Part CD set and begin your journey from victim to victor. You cannot get this anywhere else. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9838. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9838 or log on to SidRoth. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. The Lord is releasing a new season of divine turnaround, along with turnaround decrees that are accessible to all believers that will impact your family and the nation. Hi, I'm John Hamill. Join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. You're going to learn how to align your life and your family with the vision I saw for your supernatural shift.